This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. Welcome to this week's Vaseline Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. Remember that you can get Bedhead by TG products at your local Ulta, and you can visit Ulta.com and enter TG15, that's T-I-G-I-15, and save 15% off your favorite TG Styling products. Very excited today. My guest is Haley Dillon, wife to uh, NASCAR driver Ty Dillon. She also has some other roles we're going to talk about. So welcome. Oh, well, to, thank you. you. This is awesome to be here. Yeah. Super excited. Believe it or not, we've never officially met in person. I know. So this is great. We said we have a million chances to run into each other and haven't. So, you know, we've just been a little time getting to know you, and I'm excited about this, too, because I get to know you for the first time as well. So, you are from Washington I State. I am. Yep. Yeah. I'm from Snohomish, Washington. Being from Washington, tell us the story about how you met Ty. Well, so growing up, my brothers and I raced all sorts of different types of cars. I raced quarter midgets when I was really little. And Okay, um, stop right there. Yes. How did you get involved in racing quarter midgets? What was the tie there? Well, my brothers were just crazy about anything that could go fast. They were always getting hurt building bike jumps. And we had a big, long driveway. They used to rig up these little cars and they'd put me in them and say, okay, we're going to push you down the driveway. Oh gosh, <laughs> you, know, you were the guinea pig. Yeah, exactly. We just loved everything, cars, and, and uh, we, we were all really competitive. And mostly, you know, it was that my brothers were so into it. And I kind of went to the racetrack and ended up really liking it. And there were other girls racing, so I got into it too. But my brothers really were good. They, they took it a, quite a ways. I mean, we raced all sorts of different stuff. They tried lots of different types of cars and they really liked legends so we would travel all the time when we were little we raced quarter midgets and would travel the country we would go to the western and eastern grands and i mean we would go as far as florida to you know then we'd that would be the eastern grands that year then we'd go to california so we would have 40 days in our motorhome together in our little Jamboree GT, all of <laughs> us going around the country. and uh, Those are great memories, aren't yes, they? <laughs> we loved it. So, you know, the motorhome life is nothing new to me. And we, you know, we, we always loved racing. So we would travel during the summertime. And my brothers, when they started racing legend cars, my dad heard about the Legends Million. And my brother moved out here. He lived with some friends. Oh, that's that's later in the story. But uh, <laughs> but initially, we rented a house and we raced the summer shootout. And that's how Ty and I met. Gotcha. We were pit next to him. And I mean, Ty, he only came up to about my nose. He had he was a little chubby cheeked kid with braces, and he just was he was a baby face. And I. Honestly, I don't think I've changed. I look pretty much the same. (laughs) I was looking at your engagement picture, and I'm like, both of you, to me, you've changed, but I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You look like little kids then. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, we were were babies for sure, but Ty was definitely a baby face, and he was staring at the ground, wouldn't even look at me when we first met, when we were 14, but he became really good friends with one of my brothers, and, you know, we have a couple mutual friends, and he, a couple years later, when my brother came out to race the Legends Million, he hung out with Ty every now and then. And Ty used to tell my brother he was going to marry me. That was when we were like 17. He used to always say, I'm going to marry your sister. And, you know, he would tease my brother. And my brother was like, hey, no way, kid. You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> getting close to her. Yeah. So he talked to me all the time. He would Facebook me. And eventually I was like, hey, 
if you want to meet me, because he'd always say, come out to North Carolina, and said, if you really want to see me again, you're going to have to come out to Seattle, but I'm not, making any, <laughs> I'm not making any trips out there, and never in a million years would I think I'd live here for, it's been almost four years now, so, so uh, anyway, he, he flew out to Seattle, and it was funny when we had that first conversation, he must have, he booked his flight like the next day. He was like, all right, I'm coming out there. <laughs> and he spent New Year's with my family and we just adored him. I mean, I, since the second I saw him walking out of the airport, you know, he had like a flannel on and he had his jeans tucked into his cowboy boots. And I was like, oh my goodness, who is this little country boy? And anyway, he, he just swept me off my feet from there we <laughs> we were just meant to be from the start really I mean he's the he is the sweetest guy and the funniest guy you'll ever meet so he was a pretty <laughs> smooth so talker awesome. <laughs> pretty smooth talker <laughs> oh gosh that is so cool such a good story and then you guys got engaged I guess not too long after a couple years after yep we dated yeah. how long were we dating I guess we were dating two years yeah. and yeah. did you stay out in Washington at school and, and I finished school yeah. and then I moved out here I mean, it was because, you know, it was weird. It wasn't traditional. It was long distance. So every time I was here, it was kind of like we were together 100% of the time. And then we would be away from each other for a month. And, you know, it was not traditional by any means. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought it's not yeah. anything I really ever wanted. You yeah. know, I, I to me, a long distance relationship kind of sounded terrible. And it was pretty hard. But we just he always said, you know, we'll make it work. Yeah. Let's just think about tomorrow. Let, you know, we'll think about it. We won't worry about the length of time. We'll talk every day. You know, it always, it always worked. So yeah, I moved out here and then we lived together for about a year. I know that's not, <laughs> not your traditional, uh, what you're supposed to do, but we had the parents approval. <laughs> that's all you need. But right? uh, yeah. So we, we got engaged actually. We, go to Seattle all the time. We visit my family all the time. They come out here. So we were actually, um, when he first came out there, we went straight up to my parents' cabin and had New Year's. We, you know, we all celebrated. So when he proposed, we actually went up to my parents' cabin and um, just the two so of us. So y'all were just planning a trip, just the two of you. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I for sure sort of know? thought he was going to propose. Oh, yeah. I, but, but I'll tell you what, I thought he was going to propose every day hour of the day for about a year <laughs> so I mean he'd call me from the other room and you know be like Haley and I'd be like oh my god what, what is he, he's, it's gonna happen and he'd be asking for like TP or something <laughs> I, I seriously thought it was gonna happen all the time but oh god anyway I finally I was like man if he doesn't do this and I mean guys thank goodness it's left up to to them because if it had been my call I would have proposed to him you would have asked him you yeah. know <laughs> but I'm so thankful for those two years we had where we were just you know boyfriend and girlfriend then we had another year whole year we were engaged and then we got married and it was just the coolest wedding so what stuck out about that what was so cool about it I saw he y'all left in his race car that's pretty cool we did that was my mom's <laughs> idea we were trying to figure out a cool chariot to take away and she was like what if you you know, got one of his race cards and you did a nice burnout on the way out. I, I mean, that was probably yeah. topped off. Well, there were so many things. I mean, I was adamant about I really wanted a flower wall. I had seen that and I don't know, I, I maybe Pinterest or I know there's some celebrities that have done that. And so I was adamant about that. Week of, we found out our florist couldn't do it. So my mom and I and Ty 
made the flower wall at our wedding. Wow. So, I mean, we were, <laughs> we were there. Talk about coming together, right? It, it yeah. was, it was pretty, pretty cool. We played music and we were, our fingers were bleeding. I mean, we got so many flowers and we had to make the actual board with the peg board, you uh -huh. know, and we fixed that all up. Actually, we had some guys at the shop made that for us, which was cool. <laughs> and then uh, my mom and Ty and I are splitting flowers and sticking oh them through gosh. the wall, water picks. So that was really cool. It turned out gorgeous, but we probably had eight hours into that thing oh my I mean, gosh it was insane so that was amazing my mother-in-law is just the greatest woman in the world she she did so much for our wedding she made it top-notch and I mean Childress Vineyards is yeah gorgeous, you can't have a better so backdrop yeah, we could have done exactly. nothing and it would exactly. be amazing so exactly. I mean anything extra and their Christmas decorations are so pretty so then Tina got a, she oh got my a gosh, snow machine because cool. I was one thing I was like everybody pray for snow because I wanted a snowy wedding you know and and uh anyway she she was like hey it's snowing outside and we walked out and there was a Aww. snow machine so that was so cool and that's awesome Richard had gone he got the whole victory lane celebration of fireworks which actually we got in trouble by the county was uh -oh. they were after to get the permit <laughs> <laughs> we didn't I don't think Richard he uh he slid on the permit there he just lit them off at our property it was hilarious so we blamed it on my family from Montana we were like hey they don't know <laughs> it worked it worked out but too funny. It was really, really pretty. Well, yeah, that that wedding sounds amazing, amazing. So let's see. We, you got married, and here you are. That's that's been a, a year and a half ago, I guess. So you're still newlyweds, I think. Yeah, yeah we are. We're still, still honeymooners. In the Anytime we go out to dinner, we still tell them, "Yeah, we just got married." <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, let's bestow yeah. you a good, nice dessert here or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the things you love is cooking. I um, do. Yeah. That's how did you How did you get involved? You know, did your mom kind of pass that along or a grandmother? Or? Yeah. You know, I have a huge family of a lot of women that can cook. I mean, they can do just insane. I mean, every single one of my aunts and grandmas, you know, we, we've got family recipes from years ago oh, and, and I mean, but really it was my mom that got me super into it. She would... It was funny, when I was probably 10, my dad would say, well, you can either do yard work with your brothers or you can help your mom cook dinner. <laughs> and so like cook dinner. I was cooking dinner. Yeah. So she taught me so much, but, but, and I mean, she's amazing, but really I do some crazy things that my mom's like, what in the world are you making now? I mean, Ty is really adventurous, so he'll eat just about anything I cook. And yeah, that's a big dream of mine. I, I've always, ever since I was a little kid, wanted a cooking show. So I'm, I'm, uh, well, you that's, know. You certainly have a lot of time to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Being I as young as you that. are, you have a lot of time to put that together. So yeah. what's kind of your go-to meal that you like to, it's one of your favorite things to do? It's funny. Ty really likes salads. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay, how can I get creative with 101 the salad? ways to make a salad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I try to make some fun ones, but his family raves about my rigatoni. They they love the rigatoni bolognese I make and and clam linguine. That I'm like all these pastas I made when Ty and I first started dating. You know, what do you make a guy when you really want to yeah. want him to want to sell him on your on your food? Like cooking, you make yeah. a good pasta. <laughs> so easy enough. So they love all of that, but I mean. I'll are you guys pretty healthy eaters or we yeah, are yeah. that's the, that's the thing is so so we've become really um I kind of like the science of trying to create something that's really tasty but really healthy mm -hmm. and I mean we we're kind of a no carb no sugar family like we really try to be 
good about that. So I try to make, you know, good veggies and protein. I do a lot of mashed cauliflower, kind of trick him into thinking it's not, you know, it's potatoes. He For <laughs> the longest time, he actually didn't know. And we really thought that they were great, but I'm not trying to kid you. Potatoes are way better, but right, hey, if right. you, <laughs> you can get used to it. Yeah. But yeah, we, we went to Morton's for his birthday and had some mashed potatoes and he's like oh I missed this (laughs) first time in like six months we were like dang these are good (laughs) but but yeah we we try all sorts of different stuff (laughs) oh gosh that's so funny well I'm sure you can put your mind to your cooking show because you're such a young age I mean I was thinking while you were telling the story about Ty and proposing and dating I'm like man this sounds like a mature guy you know and it's hard to find mature 19 and 20 year olds he is wise beyond his years I mean I know I know we're we're babies so I mean we get people it's really cool though because you can be one of those stories in 50 years that you don't hear a lot about like we we do hear a lot about our grandparents you know they met when they were 14 and got married and they stayed married for 50 or 60 years but in today's time you don't hear a lot about that so you can be one of those I know I mean with the honeybees I've I'm one of the younger honeybees and there's a couple of them that are married but you know there's a lot of them that think I'm crazy for yeah. being married at 23 you yeah know? yeah so and I mean we got married it's been a year and a half so yeah we uh we know it's kind of a rare story it's not very common but it's okay it's your story but it's what our parents both did yep. you know it's what we always knew and I remember it's funny when when Ty was deciding that he was going to come out to Seattle that that first time I thought we hadn't even hardly talked, really. We had texted, so I was like, "Okay, let's let's call each other." And I put, I put my little sister to bed. I told him I was babysitting my sister. It was my parents' anniversary the next day. They were going out for dinner, so um, anyway, I, I was putting Dakota to bed, and I was like, "Okay, Ty, call me at nine. I didn't think about the time difference, so it was midnight. He patiently waits till midnight, <laughs> calls me. We talked for five hours straight on the phone. I mean, we had never heard each other's voices. I know this sounds a little bizarre. That's awesome, though. But we had never heard each other's voices. We talked for five hours. And then it was funny when we booked our wedding venue. I was like, yeah, I like December 20th. Okay, I really like that. That'll work for the family and for Christmas. And it it, fe- it feels right. We were working on the 13th because it would be 12, 13, 14. Mm, but yeah. We went for the uh, the 20th. But anyway, a couple months after we book it, I go back to Seattle and I look through my uh, diary. And that very first night we had talked on the phone was December 20th. How about that? So it was pretty <laughs> so cool. cool. So it was just but meant to be, like you said. <laughs> it was. And, and that first night we talked, we talked about, you know, our parents both got married really young. And that was something we always kind of thought we would do. Yeah. We didn't really think we would marry each other that first phone call. But, <laughs> but you know, it, uh, it worked out. It all worked out. Well, you mentioned the honeybees. And so you're a Charlotte Hornets NBA dancer, part of the honeybees troupe. Yep. I know you grew up dancing and things like that. But... You know, with Ty's career and as busy as the travel schedule is, you know, what prompted you to want to wanna do that and be involved there? Well, you know, when I moved out here, it was tricky to kind of make girlfriends, especially when you're in a primarily male sport. And uh, all of our friends were 30 to 40 year old men. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, I kind of. That worked on the race cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I it's funny. One of some of my greatest friends that I have made here are the guys on his team so it's kind of they uh, I joke that they're my girlfriends because we like trade recipes and stuff so it's it's pretty funny but I always wanted to 
dance. I, I always wanted to be a professional cheerleader and in some way, shape or form because my mom was a sea gal for the Seahawks. She, you know, she's still getting it done at 53, <laughs> but she, she was smoking hot and sea gal back in the awesome. day. So she just always inspired me to, you know, chase my dreams. So I wanted to do that ever since I was just itty bitty. And I always wanted to cheer for the Seahawks. But when I moved here, I kind of thought, well, what, you know, we'll see. I don't really know. I kind of had just put that dream of mine on the back burner. And then Brooke Boat, Chad Boat's little sister, mm-hmm. she told me about the honeybees since she was trying out for honeybees. And I went, I was like kind of talking about it with my family and thought, well, basketball's a huge commitment. And Ty was just adamant about it. I mean, he, that he, he wanted was, you to do it. Yes. Yeah. He was just definitely wanted me to to do something for myself that gave me some some roots here yeah. you know something yeah. that made me feel like it was my own thing yeah. and I mean it's important because it's hard to go race after race and you know you're so invested in everything that they do but yeah. it's it's hard you got to have your own your own thing in your own life so I wanted to do something that I could do when I'm young and it's crazy. I mean, we this past two weeks have been insane yeah. with playoffs, and I'm I mean, we've seen each other a couple hours here and there, and my family was in town, and you know he was off doing some some fishing tournaments, and I mean it's just it's a nonstop you know party Schedule's at the mess. Dillon house it <laughs> seems like, but it's really really been fun, and those girls are hilarious, and we have such a good time. What's the commitment in terms of the process of the training and the tryouts and then what do you have to be available for through the season? Like, is it yeah. a certain amount of months or? We, well, it pretty much doesn't stop. It, it doesn't, it, okay. It's going to, especially this year, I think that maybe it would have stopped if they hadn't made it into the playoffs. But, you know, this is awesome. So now we're, now our schedule's even going even further. So we don't even have a tryout date listed right now because we don't know when we're going to have the arena. But we all have to try out again. All of us vets will have to try out again. And then we practice twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays from 7 to 10. And then given, you know, some... At night or in the morning? 7 to 10 at night. Okay. It's late. <laughs> but it works for every because everybody yeah, cause works. Yeah, because they have jobs. You know? at yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yep. then we have maybe two, at least one, maybe two games a week through the season. So we have about 45 games and now we have even more and we do a little bit of trading off. I, I think I had probably four games off this year. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of time where we can plan vacations. We, Ty and I went for our anniversary out to Whistler and, you know, we, we still get to do some cool stuff, but it's a huge commitment. It really is. It'll, uh, it'll wear us out every now and then, but we're obsessed with it. All yeah. of us girls. I mean, none of, you don't ever see them complaining and sometimes it's hard to get you there at practice, but once you're there, we have a great time. Yeah. Do you do other things in the community and that kind of things as a honeybee? We do. Yeah. yeah. We do all sorts of cool stuff. I have gotten to do some really fun appearances with them. We had one sounds simple enough, but it was pretty fun. We had a bunch of people come into a McAllister's deli that was just opening and we were handing stuff out. We we got to do one really cool one where we got to go to the children's hospital and I, that was really rewarding and, and eye-opening. I mean, that that was fun that they, you know, who are we to to make these kids feel better? But it was, it was yeah, really cool. Yeah. So I've never got to do anything like yeah. that. So I was really thrilled. But yeah, we've gotten to do some really, really fun, creative appearances too. And, and we, uh, 
try to you know give back to the community in any way we can and we just did a fashion show oh, cool. a couple of weeks ago that was scary <laughs> it was a swimsuit fashion oh show. gosh <laughs> so i mean count me out <laughs> I've maybe, maybe done a thing here and there for for modeling but not a swimsuit fashion show that was that was something else we were all uh a little nervous about a that nervous, one. <laughs> yeah, we we did some threw in some extra workouts on top of our uh, <laughs> our practice time. But oh gosh, so your practice from seven to ten is working out part of that practice, or are you just working on routine stuff? And well, and do you have to work out on your own? Well, a lot of us do work out yeah. on our own. We have trainers that mm-hmm. come in, catapult fit. They come in and they work. They work us out. I mean feel like you've been in a car accident the next day <laughs> they're really they're really awesome but we also I kind of I see them coming and I'm like oh no because <laughs> they show up randomly they don't ah. they don't tell us and then we have fitness evaluations we do those about once a month and then they come a couple times a month so yeah we do a lot of working out and then I mean just the dancing alone yeah. is crazy cardio so we yeah. you know that in itself is probably enough but yeah we're we're getting I'm getting some guns <laughs> after all these workouts do you have a piece of advice for someone that's looking to do that and something that might give them an edge up to maybe make the squad well I would just have fun with it because honestly I know that there are some girls that come in and they're just absolutely mortified and I just said you know what I've I've auditioned for things before I've made it I haven't made it I've gone through the ups and downs of what that feels like so I just wanted to do do it for fun really I I thought you know what if I don't make it so don't take it so serious so don't take it so serious just enjoy yourself get a smoking hot outfit and feel good (laughs) in it you know something that doesn't make you feel uncomfortable but that you can rock and what did you have to do for tryouts did you have to do your own routine or we do a little bit of our own routine they play some music and you can just kind of freestyle but first did you have training for tryouts from them or Um, you're on your own you know what? We do some prep classes. Okay, yeah, they okay. they do prep classes. So this is that. So they don't kind of tell you what to do, and everybody does the same routine or nothing. You just you kind of do your own thing. No, so so we do prep classes before, but then the night of auditions is it's the coolest thing. If you ever get a chance, when they finally post the audition date, trust me, I'm waiting for it too. But but you should go watch. It's open to the public, and I mean we had probably 250 girls try out la- last year, mm. and first off, you know your whole family can watch, and Brandy, our coach. Team teaches you a dance and it's just a I think it's about six eight counts or something and she teaches it to you in front of everybody so we've never seen this this dance before so then we perform it in groups of five and then they make cuts and then we perform then they play music and we you know it takes a long time yeah, but then they yeah. play music um, and we go in groups of five and we freestyle and then they make another cut and that depends on whether or not you're going to B camp. So then you go to B camp for a few days. You have, I think there's a, you know, some interviews and a couple more cuts maybe through there and you're eligible kind of for them to maybe cut you anytime during that period. So if you're like on your A game at all points in the, in the day. And then the final audition is, it's the final, you know, picking the team is really cool. You do, we did a swimsuit fashion show. We did an evening gown, little, like, kind of a pageant, oh, sort of. Cool. It seemed like a pageant yeah, to me. Yeah, it was really was cool. Thinking, yeah. And then you answer some questions. So for our pageant girls, they really loved that. And then, you know, for our dancer girls, it kind of puts you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But, the, but it's a lot more than just dance. So it's really, really cool, though. And then when we... When they picked the team, we all got in a party bus and went to Hickory Tavern and had, you know, some appetizers and stuff and just kind of did some team bonding. And then you're you're on, you're in. Then you're there. <laughs>
then the hard work starts. So the harder yep. work starts. Yep. The only thing that I have seen close to that is the um, cowboy cheerleader show that is on, you know, the kind of the making yep. of the cowboy cheerleaders or something like that. So, yeah. And I'm sure that they have some added drama in there. That's probably, oh, not I know, <laughs> I know, probably not true to form of how it rolls. I know. And we're really lucky because I see those shows and I'm just thinking, oh gosh, I, but we get along so well. These, we, ha- we were just saying last night, we have a really good group of girls. We're really lucky. So how many of you are there on the team? There's 19, 19. Yeah. 19 right. of us. And so you said that you had some weekends off. So how many, what's the process of going to the game and who's, who's cheering and dancing and stuff? So we have some games where there's only 14 of us. It's got to be at least 14. Brandy likes that to have at least 14, but we have a lot of games that it's all of us. Um, During the holidays, during Thanksgiving, Christmas, that whole, you know, November, December, we are just slammed with games. At least we were this year, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe the schedules changed you know, from season to season, but this year we were just totally slammed. So that's when we did a lot of the rotating, but lately it's every single game has been all of us. So, so, uh, yeah, not a lot of, no days off. (laughs) We call ourselves team, no sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Got to find it somewhere. Yeah. All right. So the last thing that I want to talk about was Pit Stops for Hope and you're the vice president of that. And is that something that you helped start Pit Stops for Hope or just got involved in? Well, I did not start it. Ray Wright is the pit crew director, I believe, Uh at RCR. Mm -hmm. He started Pit Stops for Hope and he is, he married Ty and I. Okay. He was our officiant at the wedding. And he is just someone that we have always, you know, had such a spiritual connection with. And he's just been such a good kind of like guidance counselor for Ty and I and our relationship. And I, we really admire him and his wife and their four kids. I mean, he's just this amazing man and, and they're a great family. So he, he started this charity and we really loved what he was doing with it. And we were involved, but I really was honored when he said, Hey, let's get lunch one day. And so we went and we all got lunch and he was like, what would you think if I made you the vice president of pit stops for hope? Because, you know, I had been involved, but I wasn't a part of the board. Did something official. Start. Right. Yeah. Right. So he decided to make me the vice president and, and now I'm definitely more involved now with a lot of the decision making. And it's just something that we're, we're it's still so new and, yeah. and young, but we actually have raised quite a bit of money now. So now we're really just taking it and running with it and doing everything we can to kind of support our community. So, so what's your primary focus there? Well, you know, we focus on, it's crazy to think this, but Winston-Salem is actually the most hungry city in America and wow. as of 2016. So, you know, it, and that's our, that's our backyard. So we try to do what we can to help that. And we try to help teachers. We have this really cool thing going on where you can have, you know, you can have a teacher go on. If you guys know any teachers and they are in a school where they don't get a lot of funding for their school supplies and, and things like that, they can go on our website and they can say, there was one, one girl said, you know, we are all importables. They're 100% free and reduced lunch, the kids at her school. And she teaches, she's, this is her first year teaching and she teaches 35 kids, which is a big class. And, you know, about 50% of them hardly 
speak English. I mean, this is it's just say, things you don't really realize are, yeah, are right here. Yeah, we don't here. stop and pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. and, and um, so anyway, she said her, she teaches in a portable. So she, you know, a lot of the kids don't bring jackets to school and they maybe necessarily can't afford it. So, so they have to go outside to go to the bathroom. And we get lots of crazy storms here. So she went online and said, hey, can I maybe get some umbrellas? And she just wanted a few. Well, we got her 35 umbrellas. So each one of her kids has their own nice. umbrella. And they they just loved that. It, it was really, really... And then it was really special for Ray and I. Ray and I, too, we are such criers. So every time <laughs> every time someone's like, thank you, we're like, thank you. <laughs> you know. And so, I mean, that's the kind of things that we're just looking for ways to help. But, you know, we're not necessarily... Uh, sure what avenue yeah, to take it with. Yeah, you're in the new with, stages you know? of it, so right. So we're in the yeah. new stages of it. Yeah. But I think what's important is making sure that kids feel like they have a, a home and someone that cares about them and that they have a full belly. And, you know, summer's coming up and yeah. we're working on some stuff, maybe some kids' camps that we can get kids, you know, a full lunch and dinner and, and they can play some sports and stuff. So we're we're taking any suggestions too nice. so if you ever need any help or anything <laughs> hey let us know <laughs> learn as you go for sure yeah um dale's foundation has been going since 2007 and every year you know you refine and refocus and and do to to just try to do that much more for people so exactly. it's amazing um how many kids are hungry in the united states it period. really is it's, yeah um, and so many people go to other countries and uh, to help and that's so yeah. wonderful but you know we have we, a lot going on right here in our own country <laughs> Exactly. We have a lot we can fix right here. So yeah, for sure. Help with your local food banks for sure. Yep. All right. Well, awesome. Well, you've got some fur babies. They travel <laughs> along with you. Well, one of them does. Bubba, our French bulldog, he's with us all the time. He's so spoiled, but, <laughs> and I mean, he weighs like 25 pounds and we're lugging him around everywhere with oh, us. Oh, no, bulldogs drool and can't hardly breathe. <laughs> oh, yeah. He and snores and farts <laughs> yeah. and sheds and we're like, why do we love this dog so much? But he's hilarious. He is like a little person, I'll tell you what. And he, he's not very smart, I swear. He keeps picking fights at dog parks and then he uh -oh. loses them. <laughs> Uh-oh. He hasn't not learned a good, yet. He's not a very, uh a very smart one but for some reason we love him he's really bullheaded <laughs> he's funny. Uh, he's he's got a personality for sure it's funny but then we have a chesapeake bay retriever and he is like he really is like a person he is so smart they are smart. so they're polar opposites bubba's a little dense and then wyatt our chesapeake bay retriever he is like he's just, got the hand up he's uh -huh. like <laughs> he he is so smart he goes bird hunting with Ty and mm -hmm. I went with them last last uh, winter and it was crazy. I Are mean, you I, into the hunting thing or? You know I've never I've never shot and killed anything. I've shot a I've shot a gun but I've never really hunted anything yet yeah. so that's I told Ty whether it's a squirrel or you know a moose or something we'll have to get it get it stuffed but <laughs> <laughs> whatever but it is. I don't I honestly I don't know that I could do it. Yeah. I I'm not big into it, but I think, you know, he, he more power to him. He, yep. he isn't so much about the thrill of the hunt as it is the stories that yeah. are created on yeah, those trips. Exactly. He's gotten to do so many cool trips 
and uh, his grandpa has taken him on some of the coolest. He's been on safaris. You know, he's done so yeah. many cool things. So yeah. it's the traveling and all of this. It's the sitting around a bonfire and the I think it's the boys like farting in the tents. <laughs> and, you know, those are the fun moments that, that he loves about it. Yeah, I, I love the outdoors and the hunting aspect of it too. But I think I, I just enjoy sitting out there and watching the beauty. Yeah. You know, and it's so peaceful. It's so relaxing. And, yeah. you know, my, my husband's very into hunting and um, sleeps, eats, and breathes it daily. Mm-hmm. So do you cook some of the things that he His adds? grandpa, I swear to you, it's we have a freezer full of elk meat all the time. <laughs> so I'm trying to create all these new fun. I mean, we make spaghetti. I'll make lasagnas. <laughs> I'll make elk anything. Tacos. I, elk tacos. <laughs> I can't Whatever. get enough of this elk meat. I'll Hey, if you want some, I'll get you some. <laughs> I swear it's always in our freezer. So you have yeah. enough of it. Yeah. And on our wedding day, my dad, he went duck hunting with Richard that morning and they shot a duck and they took it to the winery and they cooked it all up. And that was really good. So that was, it was, and I, I actually really liked it. I've never done that whole. You didn't I mean, grow up on that. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. grow up on that at all. So it was, uh, it was kind of fun. It's definitely in the preparation of the meat because, yes. you know. Exactly. Can, some of it can taste pretty gamey and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you so. put enough garlic and butter on anything, it's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> that doesn't fit into that healthy part that we were talking yeah, about earlier. Exactly. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to wrap it up. This has been fun. I'm so glad that I finally got to uh, meet you in person. I know. And, this has been um, great. Yep. Now when our paths cross, we can uh, have more conversation and say hello and all those fun things. So yeah. thanks for joining us and yeah, good luck well, in the rest you. of the playoffs. Yes, thank um, you so much. We're going to move on to talk about hair, and Haley's got a full head of hair here, so um, and she fits right into our Hair 911 today, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. We asked, do you fight frizz and just want your hair to be straight? And you can always tweet us your Hair 911 at TG Creatives, and we'll come to the rescue. So Penny McGowan says she has long, naturally curly hair and straightens it weekly because of the frizz. She lives in Florida, and so the Florida humidity just frizzes her right up and wants to know what we recommend for that. You talked a few minutes when we before we got on air about, you, you know, that feeling. Oh, yeah. Frizzy hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. I'm not used to this southern humidity. <laughs> I've got crazy hair all the time, it seems like. So bedheads exactly what I use at home actually isn't it funny you know people with curly hair want straight hair people with straight hair want curly hair all uh-huh. that you said you have natural curly hair so I do and yeah. I'm always trying to blow dry it out straight <laughs> straighten it out so the experts at TG recommend using Control Freak which is TG's bedhead control freak serum it's perfect for Penny's long naturally curly hair Control Freak is designed for clients like Penny who live in Florida that like to straighten their hair daily but often don't because of the humid climate. Fear not, Penny. Control Freak's humidity-resistant formula will not only keep your tresses straight but will control frizz and shine to keep you smiling all day long. If your hair is fine to medium coarse, you can add about a quarter-size dollop uh, thicker hair, obviously, is going to require more, probably. <laughs> You'd probably have to have a little more than that, Haley. Uh, to the palm of your hand and emulsify prior to putting in your hair and comb it through. And then you just style as desired. Pretty cool. Pretty good stuff. And don't forget, you can pick up Control Freak or any of Bedhead by TG products at your local Ulta location. Or you can visit Ulta.com and enter TG15, that's T-I-G-I-1-5, and save 15% off your favorite TG stylers at checkout. So see, you can... 
use the product already. Hey, now perfect. you can get a 15% discount there, Haley. And we also want to let fans know about a show that TG has on TLC. We talked about this in a, a couple episodes called Global Beauty Masters. If you haven't checked this out, it's pretty crazy. Ooh, okay. Pretty crazy. Extreme hair, nail, and fashion shows. It airs on Thursdays at 6 p.m. on TLC. Be sure to check it out. The ideas and concepts that these designers come up with. They say they're incredible. They are outrageous stuff from what we've seen. Really? So, yes. Pretty cool stuff. All right, we're going to close up here with rapid fire. Are you ready for this? Oh, sure. Got a few <laughs> quick hits here. One thing that's always in your purse. Gum. Gum? That's such a lie. Lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> I never have gum in my purse. I have 45 lip glosses, though. <laughs> that's me with chapstick. Um, girliest thing that you can get Ty to do with you? Pedicures. <laughs> oh, yay. One thing you miss the most about Washington? The rain. <laughs> oh my gosh, she really said that? You're going to have to elaborate on that one later. The rain. Go-to outfit. Oh gosh, rompers, <laughs> probably. I'm always in a Just romper. ease. Yeah. Just for ease. Yep. The hardest part about that is going to the bathroom. Oh, there. I know. That's. I was just thinking <laughs> that. It's always, there's no like pull to the side action going on yeah. in the romper. Yeah. It's got to come yeah. all the way off. Yeah. It's hard. And then you got to keep it up off the bathroom floor and everything no, else. You I know. know. Yeah, it's hard. It's not functional. It's a hard one. All right. It needs one of those little flaps in the yeah. back. <laughs> With some buttons like yeah. a baby. Favorite road trip song? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Ty and I like to crank some Eric Church or some ah. Jason Aldean. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, again, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been extremely enjoyable and uh, getting to know you. I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's Fast Lane Family. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 